0: We walk with our values every day, but oftentimes we don't realize what they are. So name them, put them on a sheet of paper, stick them in a journal, put them where you can see them, remind yourself. And when you're making that tough decision, when you have to, let's say, move across country, when kids are starting back in school finally, and all of a sudden there's a new opportunity that comes, what do you do? What do you decide? Your values will be a major
1: aspect of that decision. Hello and welcome to Doc Working, the whole physician podcast. I'm Jill Farmer, one of your co hosts, being joined today by Dr. Gabriella Dennery, MD, another co host and lead coach at Doc Working. And today we're going to be talking about making decisions from your values and why that matters. So, Gabriella, when we say making decisions from our values, what are we really talking about?
0: Well, we're talking about those. Three to five things we walk with every day. Integrity, honesty, clarity would be examples of values. Service is another example. Getting promoted, you know, career aspirations, that's another value or what's important to you. Really basically identify what is important to you as a human being in your relationships, in your interactions, at work, at home. And a lot of times all this is interconnected. So it's not that you're carrying a set of values at work. And then another set of values at home. For the most part, it's the same or a very similar list. To be able to identify them when a person's at their crossroad moment and having to make some potentially life-altering decisions, what's the foundation for that decision? And that's really what values are. They help in making those decisions. I'm not saying easier, but clearer. And that's what is probably the most important thing. What do you think, Jim?
1: I love that. And a lot of what I base understanding values on is the work of Martin Seligman from the University of Pennsylvania, who spent about the last 30 years studying kind of the science of success, which is for mentally healthy people, how to help them thrive. And he and his work sometimes commingles the terms values with character strengths. And I kind of like that, thinking about them in those two ways. And so some people are like, okay, well, I think values are important, but how am I supposed to figure out what I value? And Gabriella teaches in the Doc Working Stat course that we have as part of our Doc Working Thrive subscription a really good technique for that, which is simply to take a list of values and you can just Google it and find <laughs> values and scan that list and notice the ones at first when you scan it, put a star by the 10 that you're like, yeah, that matters to me. That's important to me. And then you might go through one more time and circle the three to five that really stand out to you. And those are going to tell you kind of what values really matter to you in a way that can help you steer your ship, if you will, a little more effectively. When someone says, well, why do I have to pick three to five values? What would you say to them about that, Gabriella? To me, it's that those are the ones that are important enough that they're going to have a bigger lever because they are character strengths that are going to mean something to you and that you probably have some more mastery or you're more adept at using. What do you think about that? I
0: agree 100% that those are the fundamental. Why such a short list? Because the other reason is as you go through a list of 75, let's say, and you pick 10 and out of 10, you pick three or five. It's going to be harder to get to that three to five number as you go through, but then you get the idea or you spend the time thinking about what is really important to me. And that's super important. You give yourself permission, time to really sit with that. What is at my most fundamental? And so the other thing a person realizes, and I've done this with several clients, that once you go through the list and you get down to the smaller numbers, one value really reflects several. So I guess you have one value and there are several sub values that can be incorporated under that umbrella. So you're not missing out on anything. You're not saying, well, wait a minute, I should be able to add this to my list, but I can't because now I'm at five and I have to restrict myself. It's like they combine in different ways and they will reflect in different ways. But as you say, Jill, I'm in complete agreement that you want to have that three to five fundamental that you know that in the midst of a quick decision that you have to make right then and there, why is this decision important? If let's say there's a disagreement between an attending physician and the nurse, you know, about a patient's care, and you happen to be that nurse or that other healthcare provider who says, No, I disagree. Why? This is based on your values. It's based on what's important to you, what's best for the patient, and how that gets reflected on those fundamental values integrity, safety, care, uh, whatever that list may be for that individual person. And so we walk with our values every day, but oftentimes we don't realize what they are. So name them, put them on a sheet of paper, stick them in a the journal. Put them where you can see them, remind yourself. And when you're making that tough decision, when you have to, let's say, move across country, when the kids are starting back in school finally, and all of a sudden there's a new opportunity that comes, what do you do? What do you decide? Your values will be a major aspect of that decision, how you approach that conversation with your family. How do you decide if it's a yes or a no? for what reasons, and to be clear on that reasons. And I like what Brene Brown, I'm reading there to lead at this point. And so she says very clearly, clarity is kindness. And so making decisions based on values and based on what's more important allows
2: for clarity and allows for kindness. And now for a quick message from our sponsor, Empath IQ. Did you know that there's an association between positive feedback from patients and job satisfaction among physicians? And did you know that you could get that positive feedback on a daily basis from your patients and build your positive reviews online? Empath IQ is a service that allows you to do just that by making it quick and easy for your patients to leave you a review at the end of the day. And by doing that, you're far more likely to build up a big stash of positive reviews and you'll be able to feel great about the work you did that day. Let Empath IQ show you how to get more reviews, tie them to your personal Google My Business page and respond to reviews with confidence. Visit empathiq.io, that's E-M-P-A-T-H-I-Q dot I-O, or call 858-375-5686. Mention that you're a Doc Working fan and get two months free. You've really helped me to reconnect
1: to this and to learn a lot more about this. And I know about myself that there's a default coping mechanism of often being a people pleaser and making decisions based on what somebody else is going to like or not wanting them to be mad or not wanting them to be hurt or sad or having really any emotion about anything I do that's not positive. And so a lot of my decisions were filtered through other people's values or needs or desires, and that was really a coping mechanism, and it also was out of integrity with me and myself. And so for me to be reminded of coming back to what are those top values and character strengths, things like you know, teamwork, curiosity, love. Those are big ones for me. Those are big values for me. And so when I get in a tricky situation, if I think, okay, how can I express curiosity and ask questions before I get angry or defensive or fawning just to make the other person happy? It really helps me, as you said, get clear. And it just takes me through situations with more integrity. Sometimes it's hard to stand for the things that matter to me in situations where those are conflicting with what somebody else wants, but it always makes things cleaner and clearer on the other side. And I have kept myself out of a lot more messes when I used to just always make the decisions based on what other people thought. So what do you have to say about why using values to make decisions is more effective than just always making decisions based on what everybody else wants?
0: Wow, I appreciate what you just said there because it's huge. It's huge. Do I make a decision based on uh, making other people happy or do I make a decision based on what makes me happy? And when other people are involved, I mean, none of us live in a silo, none of us live in complete isolation. We are connected to other people, family, friends, people we know, people we grow to love, and all of a sudden decisions are coming down the pike. And so this is not an easy thing to do. At the same time, I think my favorite question that I need to ask myself, it's, If I go with the people pleaser decision, which I will often do that too, I'm a work in progress. Can I look at myself in the mirror in the morning the next day? If I go with the decision that is based on my value, passion, integrity, creativity, those would be my top three and connection. So let me put top four. If I go down that road, even if it means disappointing somebody else, can I look at myself in the mirror in the morning? And if the answer is yes, then now it's values combined with courage to make the decision and to bring it forth. So that second step, courage is another step, (laughs) especially as a recovering people pleaser, it's not always the easiest step to take. However, starting with step one, being able to just be aware and be honest, even with myself about what's going on. So I agree with you 100%. It's that kind of day, isn't it, Jill?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we've been talking a lot about this idea. And I think you also bring up something else. Like, If I'm making a decision, I want to really hold true to those three to five values that matter the most. Sometimes I have to put another value or character strength that maybe isn't one of my top strengths into action. So courage may not be my number one or one of my top three character strengths or values. But if I want to hold true... To being loving and standing up for justice and equity and the things that I really value, sometimes I got to strengthen that courage muscle, which gives me some character strength somewhere else too. So, putting those values into action, as Martin Seligman calls it via, it's the pathway often toward bigger integrity and really practically speaking, just a better life where we're thriving, not just putting out fires and kind of coping from one thing to the next. So what are your final thoughts on this topic of using values in order to make challenging decisions? The final
0: thought is, I think when a person is unclear, when I'm unclear, or I'm not sure I'm kind of waffling or I'm going in that, uh, I don't want to disappoint someone. What happens is that that person, I'm not giving them their due. I'm kind of assuming that decision for them or assuming that responsibility for them. And I'm not giving them their proper respect. They're an adult. They can handle it. They can stand up. It's another form of let's get creative here. What's plan B, et cetera, et cetera. They get to stand in their own agency, their own power, their own beingness rather than me trying to soften the blow or just soften the decision, which makes everything unclear and frustrating for everybody. It's like, okay, let's deal with this decision. Let's make it clear. And then what happens is that People rise up to the occasion as well as the decision maker where everybody rises up to the occasion. So however difficult the moment might be, what happens after that, I think becomes an incredible source of creativity and respect and love and growth. And so we have to look at the aftermath of the decision, not in terms of logical pros and cons that I do the right thing, that I not do the right thing, but really where it puts everybody else, even if it's going through a rough patch to get to that point and say, you know what, this worked out because it usually does. Yes. I I hope it makes sense.
1: It does. It works out better when we align with our values and stay in integrity with our values, open-minded and listen to where other people are expressing their values and the results are just better. You said it beautifully. On behalf of Gabriella Dennery, MD, I'm Jill Farmer. Thank you for joining us for this Coach's Corner episode of Doc Working, The Whole Physician Podcast. Hi, this is Amanda Taren.
0: I'm the producer of Doc Working, The Whole Physician Podcast. Please don't forget to
2: like and subscribe. And thank you for listening.